It's a practice and a tradition in this church, in this parish, that on Mother's Day, mothers are called to give a reflection at the homily, and on Father's Day, fathers are called to do the same. And therefore, at this Mass, we have with us Joe Keller, who will be sharing his experiences of fatherhood and the integral role it plays in the mission of the church. So a very warm welcome to Joe Keller. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Feast of Corpus Christi. Congratulations. First off, I want to thank God for the opportunity to be with you today and be with the many fathers in this room. And all I'm going to do is try to maybe share a few words of wisdom that some of you very fathers have shared with me and people that are not in this church today. Uh, with that being said, I grew up in Waukegan, eighth of nine kids. I didn't know um, we came from a family with lesser means until I went to my friends' homes and I saw how many pairs of pants they had and how big their closets were. But I will say I learned to appreciate the things that I did have and the things that my parents made available to me. We appreciated having milk in the refrigerator because we didn't always have it. So that's the home I grew up in and that's the, 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 the wonderful mom and dad that, that gave us everything they, they could to give us the home and, and family and the life that we, we had. So with that being said, Spirit of gratitude, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Father, who is here for all of us in this tabernacle and who will be on this altar later on in the Mass. We are so, so blessed. And I'm also blessed because I met my lovely wife, Maria, uh, 20 years ago this August, and um, <clears throat> a few months after that, she said she'd marry me. And uh, with that being said, we have six little kids there, one nursing, four girls, two boys, and we live in Libertyville, and we've had the a blessing and honor to get to know a lot of you over the last six years. We became parishioners here in 2017. Um, so with that being said, I'll get into a few things uh, that hopefully all of you can maybe take one or two things home with you and practice if you're not already. But I'm sure most of you are doing a lot of these things. And frankly, they're things you and I and we hear here all the time. I'm going to take out my phone and look at the time because they did limit me to a certain amount of time and I don't want to, <laughs> I want to get you home. Anyway, I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That's from Corinthians. One of the greatest needs God has put into the heart of every human being is for a father. In the Gospel of John, it says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him, nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. We are so blessed to have a faith that teaches us this, we're so blessed to have a faith that we could come live and experience this through our church, through the sacraments, Eucharist, reconciliation, and the other sacraments. And we're so very grateful for that. Pope Francis wrote, there are three essential words in the family that we should use regularly. Please, thank you, and I'm sorry. Those are words. To work to live those words takes a little more effort. When we, when we use the word please, we are showing respect rather than being overbearing. When we use thank you, we demonstrate gratitude and appreciation for what another does. 
When we have done something wrong, we need to say, I'm sorry, because this helps our families experience peace and joy. A wise woman once gave a talk to another group of ladies, and she said, boy, imagine the Holy Family's household. Imagine Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And the one guy that wasn't perfect is the father. <laughs> so when something went wrong, everyone turned to Joseph. Joseph. Um, why is that a beautiful thing? Because in that, fathers can develop humility. We can ask for help. We need the grace. We need the help of our lady. We need the help of our Lord. We need to continue to turn to them and learn like St. Joseph. We, we go to a church called St. Joseph's, so this is a beautiful feast day for us on Father's Day. We need to turn to St. Joseph and ask him for help. Ask him for humility. Be willing to use the words, please, thank you, and I'm sorry, a lot. And sometimes we practice this in our own house, right, kids? Sometimes it takes like two or three minutes or maybe hours to say a good I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> they know that. And we all struggle to do that, especially the fathers sometimes. We can practice those things. And how do we do that? We ask for sincerity. We, we try to say those words with sincerity. Lord, give me sincerity. Give me the grace I need to be thankful, to, be, to ask you, the humility to ask you, the humility to say I'm sorry when needed, which probably happens a lot. Why did our Lord fall three times? We have the stations of the cross all around us here, and a lot of us pray them, hopefully all of us during the Lenten season especially. But our Lord, if you look, he fell once, twice, three times. And he got up all three times. What does that teach us as fathers, as mothers, as children? The value of getting up. It's not falling. We all fall. We're dealing with challenges and problems in our own lives right now. We have a society that we all see and hear about and experience. Lord, help us. Help us. One of the best prayers is just, God, help me. Aspirations. Show me, Lord. Have mercy on me. Help me. And then, of course, if we do that, God gives us the grace to say, I'm sorry, and mean it. That'll go a long way in our houses, the more we do it. And why is it important to say please? Because God gives us the free will. He's not going to pose his will on you. We could all come here and go through the motions of a beautiful faith. But if we don't ask that faith to come into every cell within our body, we're missing out. Our fun is not as fun. We hear things around the house like, I'm bored. I'm not excited. I'm not happy. Well, you know what? You lack Christ. Jesus, come into my heart and soul. Jesus is the king of fun. You want to have fun in your house? Bring our Lord into your house. Are we saying a daily rosary? Our lady, Mother Mary, has appeared in several apparitions. And one takeaway from every apparition is pray the rosary. Pray the rosary as a family. And if you're not doing it daily, start on Sundays. It's a great day to do it. I'm sure there's a, a tutorial in the back of the church to teach us how to do it. It's such a valuable prayer. And the great thing about that prayer, not only does Our Lady, the Mother of God, who we will hopefully spend eternity with, tell us to say that, but there's value beyond just the words. With our children, make it exciting. Ask each child, what do you want to play this decade for? This is your decade. What do you want to pray this decade for? And let the kids guide what that decade's going to be for. It's a great thing to do in your own houses. 
I'm sure you're already doing that. There's the prayer of the humble man and the prideful man. The humble man, the prideful man said, Lord, I'm the king. I do everything right. Help these other people. The prideful man went to the back of the church and he banged his chest and he said, God, help me. I'm a sinner. As fathers, that's what we have to do. God, help me. I'm a sinner. I'm carrying something for a dozen years, Lord, since I've been a kid. Help me to give that to you. Excuse me. Our Lord wants to take those things. All right, I'm going to try to speed this up. How do we do that? What are the means? Sacraments, the church, spirituality. This will lead to manliness. Manliness is to embrace the faith that we've been blessed with and pass it on to those we love. As my wife reminds me, and by the way, we, we have a per- perfect relationship like I know a lot of you. I, I attribute that to my wife. She's 99% perfect. I'm 1% perfect. So together, perfect. But... um. I say that kiddingly, but in all seriousness, uh, we're very blessed. Um, and, and the only way I could fully take care of her and be the man that, that I need to be for her is through the sacraments. And for those of you that had the blessing to receive our Lord today, before you received him, re- understand that as you approach him, if you were the only person in this world, he would have died for you and you alone. So give that a lot of thought as you go to receive him. And when you receive him, after you receive him, thank you, Lord. Enter and heal the part of my body, my soul, my mind, my, my will, that I, where I most need you. Enter that spot, Lord. And if someone has not yet received our Lord, maybe in Holy Communion, or is not of the faith, give them a kiss when you get back to, the, back to your, your seat. Lord, this is a kiss from you to, to my child to my loved one. It's today's celebration, the Feast of Corpus Christi. Heal me, Lord. Okay, I think I have a couple more minutes here. There's a few other things. Um, what, this, what this will develop in you, these habits, the rosary, uh, divine filiation, connection from one Sunday to the next, and hopefully every day if you can go to Mass and receive our Lord, this will develop a... a, a, a Behaviors in your life where you are constantly turning to our Lord and asking for the help that you really need for your work, for the challenges that you're undergoing, for your own family life, for whatever you're dealing with. When you pass the church, hello, Jesus. I recently asked a friend who does adoration at Marytown. He spends an hour with our Lord there every week. He's a good example for me. He said, you know, Joe, the time they most need people to stop by is a Friday and a Saturday night. Because, you know, people are doing things. They have important things to do. So a little thing my wife and I did before we go on a date, if we ever have the opportunity on a Friday or Saturday night or a Tuesday night, whatever night it might be, spend 10 minutes with our Lord, with your wife. Go to Marytown. It's open all the time. Some, this place is usually open till 5. You can sit here with our Lord. And usually when I stop by, it's empty. There's plenty of opportunities to stop. And if the church is locked, park outside the church. Jesus, I love you. I know you're in that tabernacle. Come into my heart. Come home with me. And if, you're, if you have a job like me, sometimes it's, it's tough. Sometimes you have a really bad day or a week. Sometimes you might lose your job. A friend of mine once told me, Joe, before you bring all those burdens into your home, just stop for five to ten minutes and pray. Try to leave those things with our Lord. Lord, I give this to you. Help me to, to take this, to embrace this, 
the way you want me to and to bring joy and peace into my home. He will do it. And you will walk into your house a different person than you were 15 minutes earlier. Another thing is this. These things could be great. They could help us communicate with each other, but they could also be dangerous. I know all of you, especially you mothers, when you make a meal for your kids, it's a good meal, right? You put a lot of love into it, a lot of effort into it. And if it's a father bringing home food or making something on the grill, you do the same. You would never think about dropping a drop of poison in your famous cheeseburger. You would never think of giving your kids fresh water and then sneaking a drop of poison in it. But sometimes when we give our kids these and they have no controls, it's no different than giving them poison. Maybe not for their physical lives, but their spiritual lives, which is what lives forever. Our jobs as fathers is to help our wives and our children get to heaven. My road to heaven is through my wife. Her name's Maria. Your roads to heaven is for you, through your spouse, through your loved ones, through your children. That's our job, to get ourselves and those around us to heaven. And how do you spell love? Joey, how do you spell love? Love is spelled T-I-M-E, time, okay? That's what we're called to give. Another wise father told me uh, years ago, he says, after work, when my work job is done, I go home, that's, that's my kid's time. It's my wife's time. And at the time, I needed to hear that because I thought, well, geez, I've been working all day. That's my time. No, <laughs> that's their time. And you've got to be engaged and more engaged than when you went to work that day because they need that. Be careful with these. Be careful with the movies that you show your children. All it takes is one little drop of poison to ruin something. And we've all seen those movies, by the way. Oh, that was a great movie, but boy, that scene, right? Well, there's a fast-forward button. My daughter, Teresa, is really good at putting her hand in front of the uh, projector. Right, Teresa? Our Lord died for you and I, and only if you were the one, only one on earth. Listen, this not only brings life, you know, these things make life fun, and they bring fun back into a family, okay? And receiving our Lord and saying, Jesus, I need you in my life. Heal me where I need healing. Finding a way, if it's been a while, to get into that little room over there and receive the sacrament of reconciliation, which is life-giving. You put down those difficulties, those sins, and you give those to our Lord, who's in that room with you, and then you receive the grace you need to not do that again. But we're human, and it might happen again, and you go back in there. And eventually, our Lord will help you overcome that difficulty, and your family will see the effects of it. And you will be happier and more at peace and have more fun. We're all human, though. And the other morning, you would not believe it, but I woke up, and my daughter walked by me, and she says, Hi, Dad. And she kept walking, and she went in the bathroom. And I couldn't help but sing a song, and the song went something like this. You know, it's so nice that my daughter walked by me today. It would have been so much nicer if she gave me a kiss, though. <laughs> and my daughter ran out, and she gave me the biggest hug and kiss the father could ever ask for. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to name her name, but I said, that you just made my day, and my day hasn't even started yet. 
These things are fun. Lord, give me the grace. Show me, help me. My favorite prayers are aspirations. Sometimes I can't utter the Hail Mary or an Our Father or say a rosary at a given moment, but I can't say, Jesus, help me. Have mercy on me. I messed up again. Please pick me up. Make me strong. Help me to be manly. Give me the grace. Do you talk to your guardian angels? Do you ask your kids, do you, do you ask your guardian angels to work with your children's guardian angels? We all have one. If you're not already doing it, acknowledge your guardian angels. Some saints had such great relationships with the guardian angels, they would tell their guardian angel to do something, the guardian angel would do it, and sometimes they had such a great relationship, God gave them the grace to see their guardian angel. So they would, when they talk to their guardian angel, they actually look into their guardian angel. We all have one. Use the gifts God's given you, the sacraments, guardian angels, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Lord, in my, when I try to pray my rosary, hit it into work every day. One of my decades is usually that I have the gifts of the Holy Spirit I need today, this week, at this time in my life. And you will get them. But our Lord loves you so much and he's given you such a great gift of free will. He's never going to impose his will on you. That's why it's so important. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. May we have the grace and the humility to knock, to seek, and to search. And open our hearts and souls to the King of Kings who sits here in this tabernacle, who waits for you every day to come say hello to him, not just at daily mass, but if you're driving by, stop and say hi. I'll end with one story. And this is from a, a father who wanted to practice spending time and loving their children. And this father took his son fishing on a particular day for the first time. And the father did his best because he wasn't a good fisherman, but he did his best to find a spot where he could find a fish. And so his son could catch one. Well, guess what? They never caught a fish. Boy, that was a little disappointing for the father. Took him a second time. They went fishing a second time. They didn't catch a fish. That time they went to multiple spots. And they said, the father was determined, we're going to find a fish. So this particular father played baseball. And he knew what three meant in baseball. What does that mean, Carmelo? That means striking out in baseball. So the third time they went fishing... And they, they reserved all morning to go fishing. And that particular father on this particular day, he, 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 went, he went to some experienced fishermen and he asked, give me the three best spots to catch fish on these lakes. And he was at the third spot. He had like five minutes left and they, they still had not caught a fish. And this father was stressed out. He's thinking, I'm a failure. I wanted to bring my son fishing a third time. And here... We're about to, to uh, uh, we got to leave and we got to go. And at that very moment, when the father was in despair, the son looked up at the father and he says, Daddy? And the dad looked down and he says, What, son? He said, If we don't catch a fish right now, will you still take me fishing again? And I can tell you for that father, that meant so much. So that's the value of time. And ask for the grace of attention, ask for the grace of focus, because right now there's a relenting pursuit to try to steal you 
and take the manliness out of men, the beautiful feminine qualities out of women, and the only, the only remedy is in this church, is in that tabernacle, is opening your heart and soul to our Lord and asking him daily to come into you and to change your life and to bring true peace, joy, and happiness into your homes. And let me tell you, that will spread. And everyone in this room and everybody in every Catholic church, by embracing this great richness and Catholic faith that we have, will change the face of the world like the early Christians did. And with that being said, I give thanks again to God. Happy Father's Day, Father. Happy Father's Day to all of you. And God bless you. Thank you so much.